and welcome to another episode of The Beginner's Guide to Marketing. I'm your host, Jessica Ainsworth, and I am so excited to talk to you guys today because I have a very special episode in store for you. So, of course, in our last episode, we talked about just briefly how Amazon Prime Days were coming on the 13th and 14th, so mere days away. And soon after that, we've got Black Friday, retail season is kicking off, and that's really just from uh, retailers and um, uh, B2C there, right? But think about how we close out 2020. There's so much more that we could be doing for the B2B sector as well. And um, uh, so today, what I'd like to talk about is Facebook advertising, which is a super relevant topic to close out 2020, whether you're looking at retail season or looking to pick up a few more clients before the season ends, before the year ends, go out with a bang for 2020 and not in a bad way, in a good way. Before we get too far into it, I'd really like to start out by talking about the difference between boosting a post and an advertisement. All right, so a lot of people who are just starting out with advertising on Facebook turn to boosting a post because they're not really aware that there are other options out there. And for those that are aware, it can be confusing and intimidating, to say the least, getting started with Facebook advertising. So what is the difference between boosting a post and creating an advertisement? So when you post on your timeline, just regular posts, you're looking at your branded stuff, stuff to get people engaged um, and all that, right? So let's say you've posted something that's relevant to your business, your industry, that you want to share with a wider audience and hopefully bring business in, right? Well, are those types of posts going to bring business in for you? Uh, the answer to that is probably not. There is the likelihood that it could. However, uh, boosting a post tends to be more for building brand awareness, and it can help you boost your page following. So uh, when people like your post that you've paid to boost, you can go in there and invite them to also like your page. And that's a great way to build your page following. So if you're just getting started with Facebook, uh, that's a great way to, to give yourself your page a boost instead of just inviting your family and friends to like your page. A paid advertisement, on the other hand, is great for bringing in new business. It gives you the flexibility of choosing between loads of different options. Um, but we're going to rewind a little bit here now that we've talked about the difference, kind of. We've really just talked about what boosting a post is. We're going to go into what an advertisement is a lot more in depth here shortly. So um, hang on for another second and we'll be uh, diving into that part here shortly. But let's talk about what are some of the essential items you need to get started before you can really advertise on Facebook? There are a few things that you need. You need a personal profile because in order to create your business page on Facebook, you need to have a personal profile to get started. So once you've built yourself up your profile, you can go in and start creating your business page. Now it'll give you several options such as, are you a retail store? Are you offering services? Um, and so that's where you should choose the correct page for your business. Um, I would recommend that you go in there and optimize it. They're, all of the tabs and settings, they don't all need to be there. If you're not using 
certain things like jobs or offers, then you can hide those tabs. And if you do later on down the road need to offer a job or put out an offer to your followers, you can always go back in and set those tabs back up. And But if you're not using them, I'd recommend that you just go in and hide them. Uh, some other tips for optimizing your Facebook business page include create a username. It gives you the ability to create a username. Without it, your Facebook page URL is going to be a random strand of alphanumeric characters. But once you create your username on your Facebook business page, you'll have it show up as like, for instance, mine is uh, facebook.com forward slash Pendragon Consulting LLC. And whereas had I not set up the username, it would have been just ABC123 FGH679, something completely random like that, right? Um, so I, I, for businesses, I always recommend that we use uh, the logo as your profile photo. And the cover photo can be kind of flexible there, but I always recommend to stay on brand. For instance, uh, the cover, the main homepage image on your website is one that I typically go with. It's one that I have for myself. Um, but if you're offering, you know, something special for like virtual classes starting soon, or um, if you have a big sale on for the holidays, those are great things to put on your cover as long as they stay on brand and they remain consistent with your brand. The same colors, the same font. Remember that you want to create brand awareness and brand recognition as you go. Some other things to optimize on your Facebook business page include adding the correct contact information, your address if you have a physical location. If you don't, you have the option of hiding it from your page so it doesn't show up. And same thing with your email address and phone number. I would encourage you to have at least one of those on there, although it is not necessary. You can always set up a Google Voice phone number so you don't have to put out your personal phone number. Um, I don't encourage you to put your personal email addresses out there or your personal contact information. Always use your business stuff. Um, the email address, a lot of people can get a hold of it um, for selling you your other stuff um, like services and and whatnot. So that can kind of be a pain and a lot of people opt not to show their email address there. Uh, on their Facebook business page. You can also go in there and create your about. And I also really encourage you to go in there and take the opportunity to fill out your our story section. Tell your followers what makes your brand so special. What sets you apart from your competitors, right? Why should they choose you? It's also a great place to hyperlink certain words to your shop, to your products that you're offering, to your services that you're offering. You can also use that section to link out to other social profiles. Um, and while we're talking about social profiles, if you go into the about section of your page, you have the option of adding in your other social profiles there, such as Twitter, LinkedIn, your website, of course, Instagram, all of those, even Spotify, you can add all of those in there. And um, it's a great place to gain further exposure for your social profiles and your business. Some other essential things that you'll need to create a super awesome advertisement, an effective advertisement in Facebook is a business manager account. All right, so 
for business manager, this is where you're going to have access to the Facebook business suite. So if you're adminning multiple pages, you can um, see them all in there, but you can also adjust your settings, access your page, all of that right through your Facebook business suite. Um, and it links right out to your ads manager, which is the next thing that you'll need to create your Facebook advertisements is an ads manager account. You would want to upload your credit card information in there, your payment settings and everything to make sure it's all set up. Um, you'll also want to install your Facebook pixel. Okay. And we'll come back to the Facebook pixel here shortly. Install the Facebook pixel on your website. All right. Don't skimp over this step, especially if you're in retail, well, really any industry, retail, B2B, B2C services. It doesn't matter. The Facebook pixel is awesome. And uh, like I said, we'll get into that shortly. And um, finally, one of the most essential steps to creating effective and impactful ads that will maximize your return on investment is having a clear understanding of who your target audience is. And if you haven't had a chance yet, listen to our other episode on defining your target audience, which breaks it down um, how to go ahead and identify your target audience. You'll need to understand that to create these ads, all right? So coming back to the Facebook pixel. So what is the Facebook pixel? The Facebook pixel is a code that is embedded on your website. This code allows you to track the users through Facebook and their partner network, which includes several thousand different applications, their Instagram, Messenger, and Facebook itself. Have you ever visited a website and then all of a sudden you started seeing ads for their company everywhere? You cannot escape it, it feels like sometimes, right? So I'm probably not selling it here, but that's what remarketing is. And that's what the Facebook pixel does is it allows you to remarket to people who have visited your website and expressed some form of interest. Maybe those abandoned cart shoppers, they put stuff in their cart, they decided last minute, no, I don't want to make this purchase right now. So it gives you the opportunity to sell your products and services to them all over again. Now, this is probably a little bit more sinister sounding than I'm intending on, but I like to think of the Facebook pixel as a spider web. So when people visit your website, it's like they get stuck in your spider web and it allows you to draw them further in to your brand to, again, remarket to them, to sell them the products that they or services that they've decided at that point they weren't ready to take the dive for. All right. So we've talked a little bit about remarketing and the Facebook pixel. So hopefully by now you have at least a little bit of an understanding of why the Facebook pixel is pretty important for your website, for your marketing efforts. And there's just a number of reasons how it can really benefit you to have it installed on your website. So the next thing we'll talk about is the different types of ads that you can run on Facebook. First, you have to define your goal. What is your goal? What are you trying to accomplish from running these ads? Are you trying to build awareness? Are you trying to um, drive consideration, drive traffic to your website, maybe have them fill out a lead form? Or are you trying to drive conversions, which this part is really going to be more so for the e-commerce sector. With your goal in mind, now it's time to identify what type of ad you'd like to run. Are you just trying to build brand awareness or reach more people? 
Are you trying to drive traffic to your website, boost engagements, maybe have people install an app that you've developed? Are you looking to have people view your video or fill out a lead form? Are you trying to have them send you a message to help push them down your sales funnel a little bit further? Or are you trying to have them create uh, or purchase a sale, purchase a product from your website, purchase a service from your company? Um, so those are all the different types of ads that you can run on Facebook, not through boosting a post, but through ads manager, um, which you can find through your Facebook business manager. There are a number of different ways to accomplish kind of the same thing here, right? And um, so when you're driving traffic, primarily you want to focus on driving traffic to your own website. This will help improve your bounce rate, uh, especially if they're staying longer and checking out other pages of your site. So if you're creating relevant and engaging content, that'll help improve your bounce rate and the amount of traffic, the amount of exposure that your website gets. And it will capture them in your Facebook pixel if you've installed it as well. Um, but if you're selling products on other sites, like for instance, uh, my book has just been released today, The Beginner's Guide to Content Marketing. So check it out. But I'm running ads right now that allow me to drive traffic to my book link on Amazon. Uh, I think Prime Day is a couple days away, which we've talked about already. And for me, I wanna make sure that when people are going out there and making their Prime Day purchases that my book gets put on their list. And so that's where I've targeted is Prime Day shoppers, those in the marketing industry are looking to improve their marketing skills. Um, and that's, that's my ad there. Um, but there are a number of other things to do too. For lead generation, you can set up a lead form in advance of setting up your advertisements. What questions do you want to ask them? Are there certain things that you're looking for beyond just their name and their email address? Or are you looking for more volume? So fewer fields mean more people will probably fill it out. But it doesn't mean that they'll be qualified either. And so if you're looking for more qualified leads, leads who are more likely to convert, you may want to consider adding in more fields that are more relevant to your industry um, and converting them to clients. Let's talk strategy. So when we think about a strategy for Facebook advertising, we need to break it down into a funnel. Hopefully by now you've heard of the sales funnel. If not, salesgig.com has a great um, blog on the sales funnel and you should definitely check that out. Otherwise, if you have, awesome, but let's keep going, all right? So a sales funnel is like an upside down triangle, right? The widest part is towards the top and the smallest part is towards the bottom. So now break your sales funnel here down into three parts. The top part, the biggest part is our cold leads. This is the top of the funnel. It includes people or interests and lookalikes. So when we go into Facebook advertising and we set up our ad and we're looking at those demographics, these are the demographics that we're putting in there. At this stage, the cold funnel has not expressed any interest in your brand, your ads, your products, your services, or anything. They don't even know you exist right now. Well, they might, but chances are they don't. Um, so that is your, your top of the funnel there, right? So the middle section is your warm leads. These are people who have visited your website before, they've viewed your products, 
they are your warm leads, all right? So we want to come back and remarket to them because they have expressed some interest. By visiting your website, they've expressed some interest in what you have to offer. Then you have your hot leads. These are your qualified leads that are most likely to convert. It is the bottom of your funnel. These are your cart abandoners, people who have initiated checkout, your customers, people who have filled out a form, and so on. All right. So those are also people that you want to remarket to. And with that understanding in mind, you can go through and create some really effective advertisements. But you have to break it down to in those three portions, those three portions of the funnel to really be effective and maximize your return on investment there. Now, let's talk about some mistakes to avoid. All right. The first thing is install a pixel. Do yourself a favor and install the pixel on your website. If you have no idea what you're doing, that's okay. There are so many YouTube videos out there that walk you through exactly what you need to do step-by-step step if you're doing it yourself. If you're working with a company to help you with your website, give them the code and they can do it for you. There are so many reasons why you should not avoid putting this code on your website. Put the code on your website and you will thank me for it later. The second mistake to avoid is to ru not run your ads consistently. You should day part your ads. Run your ads during the times that your potential customers are active. Everybody has dead zones, periods of times, maybe days that their page, their ads aren't generating as much interest. So by day parting your ads and scheduling it to run during certain days of the week and certain times during those days, you're going to effectively use your budget and save yourself some money in the long haul. You don't want your ads displayed when your potential customers aren't looking. Next, we want to look at poor audience targeting. Okay, so again, this comes back to understanding who you're selling to. Who is your target audience? Have a clear definition of that when you start advertising. Don't just go broad. Have a clear understanding of who you're targeting, okay? Do some competitor research, see who they're targeting. Look at your own customers. What commonalities do they have? And then also keep the sales funnel that we just talked about in mind. Who are your cold leads? Who are your warm leads? Who are your hot leads? And generate your ads based on that. Next is a big one, okay? So my fourth and final tip for you right now is use spell check and grammar check to ensure that there are no errors in your advertisement copy. Facebook clearly states that any ads with poor grammar or spelling errors can and will be denied. So when your ad gets denied, it can oftentimes be confusing as to why your ad was rejected. But if you're taking these couple of seconds to double check your work, you can save yourself um, hassle in a long time, especially because it can take hours for them to review your ad, even if it does get approved, um, and for it to start running. I'm going to leave you with some parting thoughts here now. First, Facebook cares about the user experience. They do not care about you or your feelings or your products or services. They don't care that you're paying them, although they do care. They want your money. Let's be real. They want your money. However, their aim is to provide a great user experience for the people using their platform. 
All right. So remember that as you go through and create your advertisements is if they've deemed your ad to be poorer quality or something that's not going to be relevant or engaging, your ad will not be shown to a wider audience. The more engaging your content, the more quality content that you're producing for your advertisements, the more people that Facebook will show your advertisement to. Which goes into the next one. Make sure that you're creating engaging and insightful content. This is important. It's not just for your advertisements. This is for your regular posts on your timeline, your newsfeed. It's for creating blog posts. It's everything. If you're going to do something, do it right the first time. Create engaging and insightful content that is relevant to your industry. Don't just go out there and produce some kind of clickbait, which Facebook does not tolerate. Um, and, and make sure that you're providing stuff that will build on that user experience. I'd like to also recommend that you use Google Trends to help you identify which of your products or services may be of more interest during others during various seasons. There are seasonal trends to so many different things. From law, there's, I mean, when you look at divorce law, per se, um, I mean, there's seasonal trends to that. There's more times of the year that are more prevalent prevalent for divorce trends than during specific other times of the year. Same thing goes for products or other industries. For the financial sector is people are looking at wealth management and retirement planning more so during certain times of the year than they are during others. For your products that you're offering, for, for those that are selling physical products, it's the same thing. People are going to be looking for specific products during specific times of the year over others. So I'd encourage you to use Google Trends to see which ones may be of more interest and push those out a bit harder than you would normal products um, to, to really be effective in reaching your target audience and understanding what it is that they want. The last two things I have for you is, of course, I'm going into my shameless plugs now, is um, pick up your copy of uh, my book, The Beginner's Guide to Facebook Advertising, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and most major retailers. This provides clear step-by-step -step instructions from everything, from creating your um, custom audience, installing a pixel, how to even set up and optimize your business page. Um, we also have a Facebook group that we've created, Beginner's Guide to Facebook Ads. Or sorry, it's uh, Facebook Ads for Beginners. Facebook ads for beginners. Um, and then finally, I've for those that have picked up my book and for you, my dear listeners, I'm going to give you this link. It's beginnersguidetomarketing.com forward slash Facebook advertising. If you fill out your contact information there, I will give you the secrets to success. I'm just kidding, but I will give you some pretty awesome downloads that will help you in your advertising journey. It will help you define your branding image, your tone, your colors that you're using. All of this is important for remaining consistent, okay? So download your freebies, pick up my book, join our Facebook group. The Facebook group is absolutely free to join, has some great information, and it is a non-promotional, no-spam group, so you don't have to worry about being sold to there. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you.
Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you'll join us for the next episode. It has been an absolute pleasure. And as always, if you have any questions, concerns, or would like us to talk about a specific topic, drop us a line on social media. We are Pendragon Consulting LLC, and we are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and we have a YouTube channel, although my YouTube channel is pretty sad. So I hope you'll join us back again soon. And like I said, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I look forward to talking to you guys again here shortly.